Hello, podcast family. It's good to be with you today. I'm Pastor Mark, and uh, we're on the With Jesus, Like Jesus daily podcast. And you can find this podcast pretty much anywhere, um, even Podbean now. I've noticed that it's back on there, which is great. Uh, but we're I'm recording through a different platform and sending them to all these other platforms. So feel free to pass it along or share it with someone if it, you find it helpful. If not, that's great too. Uh, thanks for listening, even though you don't find it helpful. Uh, that's that's a pretty uh, resilient thing of you to do. But here's the re- here's the thing: it's Monday, Thursday. It's Thursday, the day before Good Friday. Monday, Thursday is when you celebrate the the Last Supper, uh, the the Jesus washing his disciples' feet and all that kind of stuff, right? And we talked a lot about that last year at this time. If you go back a year in the archives, you can find me talking about Monday, Thursday specifically. Um, but since it's Monday, Thursday, I want to also look at the things that happen on Monday, Monday, Thursday. And uh, John 13 has a unique perspective to the betrayal. When Jesus is eating with his disciples and he says, one of you will betray me. And they're like, who, who, who? And he's like, it's the one I give this bread to. But then he ends up, you know, like they're kind of confused because everybody's kind of been dipping their bread. Um, but it turns out it's Judas, right? And and but crazy thing happens, right? In this is in verse twenty-seven. It says, "As soon as G- Judas took the bread, Satan entered into him." Now, none of the other uh, gospels record that specific possession account where Satan enters into Judas. Now we know from the other uh, synoptics and other parts of the gospels that Satan had already sort of investigated this idea with Judas. Will Is Judas willing to be one of my followers? Is he willing to follow my lead on this and see where we go? And there's this like final moment, right? Because, you know, he's been tempted. He's even been dipping right into the bag and he's been doing some things he shouldn't have done. But there's this, there's this moment right here where Jesus offers him a piece of bread, right? He, what, and what's his bread symbolize? his flesh, right? Who he is. He offers him his life, his very life to Judas and says, Judas, here you go. Will you take my life? And Judas, what's he do? He does take the bread, but he turns his back on Jesus and goes out into the darkness. He is fully surrendered now unto the will of Satan. And it's a sort of remarkable, powerful exchange that is hard to really even fathom here and i think it was even hard for especially john when he's writing this gospel account to really see what really went on there and the only thing that really makes complete sense is that satan had taken over him but he records it in such a way where he says it was judas's choice judas made the choice and left into the night knowing he is now a follower of darkness, not a follower of light anymore. And there's something to be said here on two fronts. One is Jesus knows, right? You, he knows Judas is going to betray him. He knows it because he said it. He said, literally just got done saying it. He's saying, one of you is going to betray me. It's this person, right? 
And yet we see Jesus's heart here, even for those that are fully lost, even those that are going to betray him, even those that are stepping into the darkness, Jesus still offers him his love, his sacrifice, his grace. Judas just doesn't accept it. Judas just doesn't. He takes the he takes the morsel, but he doesn't take the forgiveness. He doesn't take the surrender. He surrenders unto darkness instead of unto light. And so at the end of the day, we have choices, right? And now Judas had sort of gone a little bit far down the road of temptation to the point where it would have been hard for him to go a different direction. He could have still. But it would have been hard at this point to go a different direction because he had already entertained the idea. He's already talked it over. He'd already even made a deal, right? The other, so the other gospel accounts re- refer to how he'd already made this deal. And he was just going to be the one that delivered Jesus into their hands. So it would have been hard to change course at this point. But he still could have. And Jesus still gave him the opportunity just as he gives all of us the opportunity. And the oppor- the times where we step into the darkness, the times where we surrender unto our flesh or unto darkness instead of unto light, Jesus continues to still. And this is why communion is so powerful for me um, every Sunday is that Jesus still offers at the table, come back. Here's my body broken for you. Here's my blood that was shed for you. You're invited to receive my love and my grace. And may Monday, Thursday be an opportunity in which you receive that love and that grace from Jesus as he extends the morsel unto you. And may you not take it and run the other way, but may you take it and nestle back into Jesus as we see John do in this passage. Be blessed. Let's talk a little bit more tomorrow on Good Friday.